Uprooted podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle, and glad that you could join us. If you wouldn't mind taking a moment and just rate and review, share, like, let everybody know about uh, the Deep Rooted podcast family, um, that'd be great. Hey, we're jumping into a topic I'm excited to talk about today, the hard work of health. It, you know, it sounds like, oh, I don't want to talk about anything yeah. having to do with hard work. That sounds, but I tell you what, this this topic that we're talking about, if we pay attention, if we do the hard work, it's going to yield incredible. I mean, incredible results. Yeah, I think it's important that we we kind of struggled a little bit with the title of today. You know what? Oh, hard work doesn't sound fun. <laughs> Will anybody want to listen to this? Um, you know. I, I'm like all about fun. I enjoy yeah. having fun. I enjoy planning fun, which I don't know how that sounds, but anyways, I enjoy fun. But all of the things in life don't happen just by fun. Uh, there are some things that you have to work hard for. I would contend the reason, even in our family, we have fun is because you plan it. Because there's some hard work that goes yeah. into it. It's not fun when there's never any organization right. or when all the boundaries are totally loose. Uh, you know, things are fun because you're breaking out of a norm or yes. you're doing certain things. So there is a hard work element to a healthy family. There's a hard work element to a healthy church. There's a hard work element to a healthy work environment. Mm-hmm. If you healthy relationships, you know, you you name it. And um, I I fear that what we are living in is a culture that says healthy, yeah, healthy, healthy can just happen. <laughs> no, oh, I wish nothing <laughs> just happens. Right. Nothing just happens. There's hard work. Mm-hmm. And um, there is opportunities to, to like, enjoy the fruits of your labor, um, and you know it's really exciting to see some of those. But that doesn't diminish the fact that there was hard work. I think about farmers. Oh yeah, they're gonna reap a harvest. Don't tell a farmer that things just come up. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. I've I know some <laughs> farmers, and there's a lot of hard work. There's a mm-hmm. lot of praying. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of diligence. There's a lot of sleepless nights that go into it. It doesn't just happen. But when you get to see it happen, yes, and you get to be a part of it, you're excited. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. And like you said, a family, healthy family, just doesn't happen. Healthy marriage, help, healthy Christian life doesn't just happen we weren't just born into this thing and by chance it's going to be incredible no we're born into a sinful world yes that is going to always try to try to draw from you try to steal from you um i mean that's just i don't know i mean it's it's just it is we live in this kind of world that wants to take everything so there's hard work to cultivate an atmosphere Mm -hmm. in your home of joy, it's, it's not. It doesn't just happen. We got it. You have to cultivate it. So, and this goes against the age in which we live in. I've heard an author say it's kind of like the age of the quick fix, the age of the quick fix, where uh, many people just want give me this quick fix solution to my problem. And, and as we read scriptures, we, we read what Jesus says about the Christian life, about and really, this live, is about yeah. anything. It's not about it. There, there is no quick fix. There is no quick fix. It's about a complete overhaul. It's about a complete transformation. Um, Romans 12 talks about the transformation that has to take place. And so today's podcast, we're not talking about uh, really quick, easy things to have a healthy life. We're going to talk about how we overhaul, 
how we live yes. transformed lives. So yeah, and there's I, I don't want you to hear hard work. That's it. That's all it is. No, there's a whole lot of blessings. Oh, incredible! But it comes after uh, continuous hard work, and you continue to have to do that. So yeah. I just think think your family. Think your your relationships, think your job, mm-hmm. think your church. What are some things? How can we do some hard work for health? Yeah. What do we have to do? Uh, one of the first things we we thought of when we were talking is that we have to stop obsessing with how it looks. <laughs> and I would add on the back end of that and start obsessing about how it actually is. We live in an Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, come you know just social media driven world. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's just so interesting. You know, you see it like I'm just going to use a birthday party example. You know, look at like, I, I think about my first child's birthday party. You know, you go all out yeah. and all these kind of things. And, and you're really just trying to, obs- like almost obsessing how it, mm-hmm. it how it looks instead of how it is. You can obsess with how something looks so much that you miss out on what it actually is. Oh, wow. And um, and so that's where I think we need to stop obsessing and start obsessing over how it actually is. And the great thing about this is there's freedom. There's incredible freedom in this because if I pay attention, if I pay more attention, in fact, to how things actually are, how my, my, my spiritual life actually is, how our marriage actually is, you know what? I, I don't think anything about how it appears because our marriage <laughs> yes. and whatever is going to flow from how it really is. Uh, I, I, um, I heard a person say this, uh, speaking of health, it's not about the fruit as much as it's about the root. So as long as the root If of, you're tending to your root, the fruit will come. It, it's it, kinda it, what it you're will saying. come. Yeah. But if we're so obsessive about the, the harvest, um, you know, we're not going to pay attention to what, what it takes to get a harvest. So, you know, I don't think about, oh, how does our marriage look? I'm concerned with how it actually is. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I think, you know, you could you could talk about this in a lot of ways. People, you know, we do this with our health, our physical health. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I step on the scale. Ooh, that's not the number I want. <laughs> I'm going to obsess and obsess over that, that number. <laughs> and, uh, you know, many years ago uh, when I was actually in between having children, I thought, you know, I'm going to do Weight Watchers. And Weight Watchers is a great, actually, I, I really think it's a great, tool for for even thinking in this mm-hmm. in this kind of vein because they talked a lot about not obsessing about that number wow. like it was in the program you were only allowed to weigh yourself once a week hmm. you were not allowed to weigh yourself every day or oh i just drank water for lunch let me weigh again see how much i lost <laughs> you know like <laughs> you know like you become obsessed yeah. with that and and it was more focused on obsessing uh, about planning what you're putting in your body and then wait to see those results like seven days later. And I think that is mm-hmm. key for how we live our life in in our marriage, in our ministry and all of that. You know, if you're just, oh, when am I going to see the results? Yep. When's my child going to change? When's this going to happen? You kind of become obsessed with that outcome rather than doing the right things to get the outcome. Yeah. And I think that's huge. Jesus said this to the religious leaders. He said it's about what goes in, not what comes out of your body. He's saying if we pay a lot of attention to what what we're ingesting into our spirit, into our heart, hey, guess what? Great things are going to come out, out of the overflow of the the heart, the mouth speaks. So I don't have to, oh, what's coming up? I have to pay attention to what's coming in. 
Yeah, and so. then you don't have to worry about what's coming out. Yes, well, that's good. <laughs> uh, I, I think also in this age of social media, the second thing I think that we have to do for the hard work of health is to stop comparing. Can you say that again? No, I, I really Amen. think that, that is, is huge. That is good. Um, you know, it, it can be a temptation to get on a social media platform or um, to, to watch something else or, you know, to look at people and think, oh, mine's not like that. Right. Or my situation doesn't compare or whatever. Um, that is not the goal. And you will never, ever, ever get healthy with comparison. You're just yeah. introducing a new level of dysfunction. <laughs> yes. You're, you're entering a new level of health, unhealth. Yep. If you bring a comparison game into it, you are introducing dysfunction. Because really, does it matter how some other person or whatever looks? I've, I haven't been called to live their mission. I've been called to live my mission. So if I try to live according to how something or someone else looks, I'm... I'm not even paying attention to what God told me about how I'm supposed to live my life. Yeah. And, you know, and so one thing I think on this note that I hear that I kind of rubs against me a little bit is people say, don't compare. Don't even worry about looking at social media because it's probably not even real anyway. Well, I, I would say this. Wherever I see joy, wherever I see health, I'm hoping it's real. But yeah. when I say it's probably not, you know what? I, I think that's a way of comparing. Exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up because that just, I'm going to be honest, it triggers me. <laughs> it totally triggers me when people say that. We're like, stop comparison on, on, on Facebook because it's, it's fake book anyways. <laughs> Nothing's real on there. Really? I, ho I hope that's not true. I, I, I hope that's not true. And it probably is. but I, Well, there's probably some of that, but yeah. I don't want to sit there and judge other people. I'm just going to go, you know what? I'm happy for people. Yeah. Yeah. If that's real, woo! Great. <laughs> you know, I you know, you got to go to Disney last week. Cool. I'm glad I didn't have to go on that. If it's not, we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I don't if have it's to not. worry about that. I'm not I'm not called to run anybody else's race. I'm called to run the race that yes. God has set before me. And I, I think by sitting there and saying, Well, it's probably fake anyways. <laughs> wow. That I'm doesn't sorry. Want to stop no, can I just say this? That's good. I'm yeah. so sorry you're negative like that. <laughs> I don't want to live in the land exactly. of negativity. I hope it's real. Yeah. Like, great. Yes. Uh, and, and you know what? I firmly, I live from this conviction that God will expose the fake all the time. He will. I live from that. And so I don't have to worry about it. And guess what? He hasn't called me to expose it. Yeah. I'm just called to live a life shining for Jesus. Yeah. And so... I don't know. I just, please don't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, Maybe, you know, especially around me. That's it, it, not, it you always see me trigger. It, it does. does. I mean, it totally does. But we don't need to compare. Like, yeah. I have been gifted with a set of gifts. Yes. You have been gifted with a set of gifts. You have been gifted with a set of gifts, and they're different. God yeah. does unique work, mm -hmm. and we don't have to compare. I, I like looking at people's lives on social media or things like that and thinking, wow, you know, I'm so inspired yeah. by how they live. Cool. And if I'm not inspired, guess what? There's a button called unfollow. <laughs> and you don't even have to unfriend somebody. You just don't even have to look at it. It's beautiful. And yeah. you can just move forward. It doesn't need to affect you. Yeah. No, if you know what you're called to do, you are you are not even going to be affected by that stuff. It's so good. Exactly. And, That's good. And if you're in that spot where it's affecting you, just go back to your calling. Let's do it.
That's good. It can it can be a temptation. Okay, Lord, I'm not taking that bait from the enemy. Moving forward. That's good. No, that's that's powerful. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think this this last thing that I think we, we, we want to talk about is spend time, spend not just time, but energy working on the inner life. Um, guess what? When you do that, the outward is going to follow. It's the theme running throughout this whole entire episode. The outward's going to follow. we got to spend time working on the inner. That means we have to spend time with Jesus. We have to spend time in his word. We have to spend time cultivating on our marriage, on our family. The outward's going to follow. Um, there's nothing worse than a than a tree with a that's hollow in the middle. There's nothing worse than a spiritual it won't, it life. Won't, it won't stand. It will eventually crumble. When the storm comes, it's going to fall. And we're seeing yeah. right now in our world, again, we've been saying this for a long time, there's a sifting happening. There's an exposing happening. But even in the biggest storms and the biggest waves, followers of Christ who are firm and fixed, they pay attention to the root. They don't have to worry about what's going to be exposed or what did I tell this person. We're just living from a strong inner life. Yeah, it's all integrated. You don't have to worry yeah. about that. I, you know, I love the proverb where it says, uh, "If you fall to pieces in like a storm or yeah. a catastrophe or crisis, there wasn't much to you in the begin to begin with." Mm, wow, that's and powerful. I think that is the point of this this podcast is that if you work on the inner life mm -hmm. and you allow God complete access to your inner life, you won't fall to pieces in a crisis. Yeah. It, you know, you can see, I mean, I think of some people that I know who've been through crazy crises, mm -hmm. um, incredibly trying moments, and it's like they shine. Yeah. They shine during it because they've cultivated an inner life where That's they trust good. God, no matter what the circumstances. And so if you want to find yourself in there, you know, that's the place to be. And I think about also with our families. Hmm. I mean, for us, we're in the throes of raising a family. It's like hardcore it's marathon season, especially in the summer, you know, I mean, <laughs> you, I, I mean, it's just so much. And, um, you know, you may not see <laughs> all the fruit. Mm -hmm. But you're doing the hard toiling of the soil. You're in, and you get glimpses. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, I mean, yeah. with the ages of our kids, we don't see like the all of this mm -hmm. stuff yet. But I'm telling you, we I see the glimpses. I see the people yeah. they're becoming. I'm thinking it's worth it. Oh, it's so it's worth, worth it. the hard work. It's worth the the you know all the times the prayer and and the decisions it's worth it yeah and can i just say when it feels like the grind when it feels tough i just maybe want to say that's that's normal that's that's life we're not living lives that are perpetually on vacation we're our, our life is really a lot of it's in the grind that's normal but but as long as we're cultivating the right things inside we're going to see the right harvest yes so um, the hard work of health. Let me encourage you just to to do the hard work of health. Keep going. This uh, is a podcast to say keep going. Don't yes. give up. It's worth it. Keep going. Do the hard work. Don't just work on how it looks. Work on how it is. Yeah, because you will reap a harvest. Yes. That's a promise. I yes, really I believe love that. that. If you don't give up. <laughs> so, hey, um, praying for you guys. Love you guys. Hey, share this so that other people um, can see and see this content and benefit from it. Have a great week. We'll see you next time on the Deep Rooted Podcast.